All right, so let's make it plain. Welcome back to the Make It Plain Wayne podcast, where we will entertain, we will heal, and we will build you up. I am Wayne, and this is Elevated Friendship. And today, a really special treat. I am with uh, uh, the, the CEO, the, the mind, the muscle, and the breath behind the Hurdle Life Coach, Terry Liggins. And This man is, he's not just a friend. Uh, This man is is a very special part of my life. So um, we actually are, I don't know who allowed this, but (laughs) you can't allow us to be around each other for too long. There's there's a lot of energy, Um, but he's not just my friend. He's a man that has, has grown and matured and done so many amazing things. So Terry, thank you and welcome. Thank you, Wayne, for having me, man. I, I I heard you had a podcast and you said you make it plain. That's something I've always known you be, to be very good at doing. I just remember <laughs> years and years ago when we met. Feels like it's probably coming up on 20 years ago that we met. Uh, and I just recall how you've always had this ability to really break things down to a very simple, relatable way. And uh, I'm thrilled to be a guest on your podcast today. Hercules, Hercules. <laughs> <laughs> and you would always use movie references. Remember, you worked at that movie store back when yeah. movies were, you know, the whole VH, all that stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah. VHS, DVD, all of it. I, I, now, this might surprise you, but I have not changed. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> I'm still watching movies. It, it's to the point where now, uh, you know, my wife, she's just like, oh, that's a Wayne movie. I'll just let him watch that. Yeah. Like I'm going to bed. Oh my! <laughs> awesome. But yeah, I'm happy to be here. Yes, yes, sir. Now, I got questions for you that I know you're you're definitely going to hit out the park. Um, I have a little bit of bias towards you because you know you're amazing. But um, <laughs> like a lot of people that don't understand that don't know, you know, our backstory and the both of us. Like as an athlete, you've checked the box. As being real and interpersonal and, and loving family, all that, you check the box. Uh-huh. The, the part where I want to, to make sure everybody understands and knows about you <clears throat> is put the emphasis on the professionalism. Sure. Um, just you got to put some respect on his name. So <laughs> like, like with Terry, and, and here's the thing, like, I don't realize that I've been watching people and, and, and as a, like a movie you know, uh-huh. keeping them in my scope, but you've outgrown and matured a lot of people that we know. And and, and you put yourself in the public eye, uh, you're helping people, you, you know, put yourself out there, you've grown uh-huh. mentally, you've grown spiritually, you've yeah. grown emotionally. And, and not to like point fingers at anybody or anything, but doing those things, in, in reference to some of the people we've been around, like, like you said, hey, the last 20 years, yeah, it's like, wow, like, he's being selfless, he's leading, he's guiding, he's taking the time to, time to sit and learn, whereas, like, I'm, I've seen people now that I'm, I'm old enough, now I'm old enough to see if people are, are being selfish, yeah. or if they're still hoarding things, or mm-hmm. if they're still, you know, going about things in, you know, kind of a, a arrogant or ignorant manner. So that's kind of where I want to give like a, a big shout out and, and give like a lot of praise to you Thank because you. 
I mean, especially during this, the, the pandemic and COVID and I mean, during that was, you know, a big explosion of Black Lives Matter. Like we're doing all that. Yeah. And I've seen your heartbeat stay steady. Nice. You know, yeah. so it, it's hard to see not just that things come and go because, you know, things bother you, things bother me. We're human. Yeah. But it's hard to see that, like, some of the people I expected to be cool as a salamander uh-huh. are just like losing it. Frantic. And I think that's, I think it's okay to lose it every now and then. If you hit bottom, if you need to go to the altar, yeah. hey, we're all human, right? Yeah. But that's just where I can say in, in your regard, you know, we know each other, you know, we bear each other's burdens and pains just in, in our brotherhood. Uh-huh. But I've seen that now. And it's it's kind of scary, but reassuring, you know, yeah. for other people it's scary, but reassuring in, in your regard to see you just push it. Yeah. And for the people well, that don't know, if you look up t- some of the videos on Terry, he asked this gentleman, this young man, what does perspective mean? And yeah. I'm sitting there like, there's adults that don't even answer this right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, you said a lot of things there, Wayne, and I and I do appreciate you, you know, just lifting up, you know, my my own efforts to 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 just keep it cool and to to stay even keeled, to really attempt to be fair, to be just, to be equitable. Uh, you know, when it comes to human behavior, we are a reflection of the things that we value and the beliefs that we have. And so often we don't, we don't, or we haven't taken the time to really evaluate our own mental health and to, to do the work to really understand how perceptions drive your thoughts and then your thoughts drive your emotions and your emotions drive your behaviors and how to really walk backwards to the bottom of that formula to really find out what, what are your beliefs and knowing that those beliefs is what's actually driving everything else. And so for me, doing some of that work, I had the opportunity to do that, you know, about six years ago in my life, because I haven't always carried the type of character and attitude that I have today. I was once a very immature and self-centered person. And in some ways, I still have things well not in some ways i definitely still have things that i am i'm working on but but, you know being self-centered um i'm no longer interested in in that in that pursuit uh immature um i I believe as you get older the, the 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 reflection should be maturity that happens alongside of that right as you as you get older you know, we come into things like we acquire things, we lose things. That kind of is a come and go thing. But this thing like maturity, that should be for, uh, perpetually progressive. You should be becoming more mature and more responsible and more balanced as you get older. Um, in your youth, you have, you know, reason to not have as much maturity and balance because you're still learning and there's so much that you don't know. But as you get older and your experience you, you know, continues to grow, then you ought to also be becoming more mature, balanced, and, 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 and knowing who you are, if you will. So for, for me now at 36 years old, you know, I like to say the difference 10 years would make. But again, as I'm really, what I'm really speaking to is really the mental health. 
And, and again, understanding that we all have beliefs. And for me, some things that I break down into when it comes to my beliefs is that I believe that you should treat people the way that you want to be treated, right? So for me, it's like, I don't want to be attacked for my position. I, mm -hmm. I don't want to be told that my opinion is stupid or ridiculous or absurd, right? I, I want to be respected for who I am and where I stand. So I mm -hmm. respect all people for who they are and where they stand. And so even when I encounter someone who has a opinion that does not align with mine or a position that does not align with mine, I'm okay with that. Like I am okay right. with people being different than me. I'm yeah. okay with people having different perspectives and mindsets. You know, for me as a person who lives to bring people together, I'm looking for the common ground. I'm, mm. I'm, I'm not looking to tear you down. I'm looking for the common ground. Right. And, you know, in my work, that's, that's a lot of what I'm doing is I'm building bridges. I don't, I don't pick a side. I'm on the bridge. So the bridge, that's something that means a lot to me in my life. I, I, I believe the name Wayne actually means bridge. Okay, come and, on. And, and, and so I'm going to bridge over to a question. Okay. <laughs> Cheesy, right? So in creating the Hurdle Life Coach, yes, you're not just helping uh, a young Black, you're helping all. So I've, I've seen it, Black, white, uh, Native American, you know, Hispanic. Um, I, I dropped in on you one time and you were helping a, a, a gentleman that was older coming out of the system and yeah. you were helping him get back in. So. Uh -huh what ignited that bridge to go out and do the work of, of what now you know leads to a ribbon cutting and and all this amazing work for you know a, a lot of it probably doesn't happen a lot of people don't realize this about this work what you're doing a lot of it doesn't happen when you walk in those doors of your office yeah of your of your brick and mortar place a lot of it may just happen through text on the phone grocery store yeah so what ignited that that drive to mm. to one day build the hurdle life coach. What where were the what were the starting blocks of that moment? Hey, hey, hey now <laughs> you're gonna get us fired up. We didn't we, we said we got history, but you didn't tell them we were we were we were teammates, okay? <laughs> and we were on track and field scholarship together at the University of South Dakota as hurdlers, right? <laughs> and so my company today that is called the hurdle life coach the genesis of that comes from my background as a hurdler and what i learned while i was in college is that the definition of hurtling means to sprint over barriers so most people when they're looking at a hurdle race they think that the athlete is jumping the barrier they're they're not their goal is to sprint over the barrier and there's all these intricacies that come go into effectively hurdling that I found that if I could just juxtapose those into life, that I had this, this model um, that I could build a business and a brand behind, and it's called Hurdle Life. And yes. so when I was in college, as a first-generation student, I had all type of life obstacles and barriers that I was going to through, through. you know, being born in that single-parent home and not having a lot of family resource support to sustain me through my college experience, becoming a dad at 15 years old, 
having family members impacted by the, the, the injustice system, incarceration, even gang violence and death. I was always going through something. And I was a young adult telling myself, hurdle life, hurdle life, hurdle life. There was a mantra that was already mm. guiding me as I was going through my athlete experience, but also my life experience. Yeah. And I just continued to, to go on through where eventually I got my bachelor's and my master's. And then after college, I found myself in another uh, tight spot, in a dark place where I found myself reintroduced to the justice system, found myself reincarcerated as an adult. And during that time away, that's when I really got my mental health support. And I was able to learn things about myself that I had never had evaluated before and I never was aware of before. And so without getting too far into the weeds, there were just a lot of things that used to trip me up that I didn't know um, about at all, right? And, I, and, I, and now when I, got, when I got out in 2016, I just had a new set of values, beliefs, and attitudes uh, where now my life is about being grateful, not being successful. And mm. now my life is about living in humility uh, and a willingness to learn from other people, uh, a willingness to ask for help from other people and receive help from other people and also committing a life to be living a life of integrity and honesty and consistency, transparency. And for me, prior to my, my um, incarceration experience, uh, I, I, I was a different person. I was more self-centered. Now I'm now more service-centered. You know, <laughs> I was more accomplished. Let, let, me, let me see how much I can accomplish. Now it's like, how many people can I reach? How many people can I impact and support? And so now I have more of a community center type of, of attitude and approach in life. And I, I'm in love with it. And so yeah. as I figure out that, you know, I've been through a lot of things in life. Uh, I had the opportunity through learning about entrepreneurship, helping other friends of mine in entrepreneurship and brand building that in 2019, I found the confidence again to lead from the front because I had lost my mm. confidence mm. because of my incarceration. But with my faith in God, uh, my faith in my gifts and the gifts that I got from God and the faith that I have in the goodness in other people, uh, I was able to find confidence again to lead from the front and, and incorporate the Hurdle Life Coach in 2019 with the goal of introducing people to this mantra, Hurdle Life, and that just like on the track, the obstacles and barriers in life are also meant to be hurdled. So that's how um, mm. the... the was uh the company was inspired yes yes so i'm digesting that I'm, I'm gonna take that and digest it and and like here's the thing a lot of people don't know is like terry and i we met as competitors so you got an old dog going out and a young dog coming in right and if you've seen love and basketball or uh, any of those sports movies, you know how it is. I meet Terry, and he's automatically conditioned to hurdle me. Are <laughs> <laughs> you right? Because he's seen my name. You know, yeah. I, I was a, a, a great hurdler, and he has seen my name attract me, and he's just like, he's like fed up. He's like, I got to get rid of this dude. <laughs> so we finally meet. And at first, you know, it is like a little bit of an awkward silence. And I'm, you know, as the moon is, is slowly phasing and going out, I'm like, man, I like this dude. Yeah. Like, 
all he needs is these few things yeah. and he'd be on his way. Yeah. And so I actually had, I don't know if I told you this, but I actually had a hurdler um, in, in our area because hurdling in the Midwest, running track in the Midwest is almost impossible in comparison to like the Baylors and the USC's and the LSU's. While mm -hmm. you all are outside, we've got two feet of snow and ice and 20 and 30 degrees to deal with. Right. So when you meet someone that is a national champion like Terry or, or anyone from the Midwest, it's like, you just wanna know like how? Yeah. <laughs> so immediately I was drawn to Terry's energy and I think that's why you can't have us around each other for too long. Yeah. It's just too much energy. Yeah, I'm thinking that this tone is might be a little more uh, high high volume and high paced than the other making planes because I've heard some <laughs> making planes. You been right, but, right. I mean, don't make me backflip in here. Hey, I get so, you fired up. So yeah, with Terry, I can I can honestly say this from the sidelines. Anybody that is joining in and helping Terry do a thing, you are becoming a part of a great process. Nice. And that's that's what I saw is I gave him the steering wheel. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Literally, that's all I gave him was the steering wheel. Uh -huh. And he built a Bugatti out of it. So go. I'm like, man, it made me thankful for sharing. Like you, it's, it, ironically, the thing that is building you is ironically what was pushed upon me to do, which was mm -hmm. to give to you. You said service-based. Yeah. And I think we all know, like, athletes do not share tips. Mm. We don't. Mm. Now, we might big brother, you know, off the sidelines when we're done and beat and hurt. You yeah. might coach like a little kid and tell them little tips. But athlete to athlete, we're greedy. We're macho. We're, we're full of muscle. We got to fight. I'm the, you know, but I'm like. Want to be the best, you know, scared to share what it is that's working for you. Yes. And, you know, that, and that's where I found even like, so I'll just call it pre-treatment and post-treatment, right? Um, mm -hmm. even though I, I recognized that I was in treatment while incarcerated and my incarceration was for about 14 months total, but for 13 and a half of the 14 months was treatment. So I have like this kind of pre-treatment, post-treatment um, perspective on things. And, you know, pre-treatment, I was a hoarder of my wisdom, of my knowledge, of my skills, of my tips. Um, and, and post treatment, I just realized that transparency and, and, and what I call today leading with my closet. Um, one of the things that at Hurdle Life we believe is life is not wins and losses, but life is wins and lessons. And mm. any, any guru that you study about um, success and making it to the top and victory, they'll tell you how many times they failed and how many times they fall along the way. Uh, Michael Jordan would tell you about how many shots he missed um, versus how many game-winning shots he made and that you remember. And, 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 and it's cliche, but it's true that failure is a part of the process. And so what I've also learned is that in those losses, there is something that you gain. There are lessons. So when you actually flip that perception to look at your losses as lessons, now you don't have to have, feel, feel like there's a detriment or a deficiency from that loss or from that failure, whatever that loss might be. It could be a loss of a job, it could be a loss of a friendship or relationship. It could be loss of your liberty, like I, like I went through, but there was lessons in that. And now you come out the other side with these lessons and when you share those, 
Now you become walking wisdom. You become a flashlight, a compass, a lighthouse for people. And we need more mm. light, light in the world, do we not? Yes. So now that, that kind of got me to my question, which is I, I wanted to ask. You talked about the, the, the closet, which is, I mean, when you open yourself up and make yourself vulnerable to be seen, mm -hmm. I mean, it, you're naked, you mm -hmm. know? Like for a man to just come out and say things that other men would hide, like, yeah, that scared me. Yeah. Or yes, I was intimidated by that. Mm -hmm. Or as a man, I couldn't rationalize this. Because yeah. I mean, I mean, we're in a world now where men have female bosses. Yeah. You can't go cry to a higher up female boss when you're mad that your boss is a female. Like, mm -hmm. and if it's a diversity hire or like nowadays stuff is just, it's so open and random mm -hmm. that you can't, you know, hide. Like if anything, the things that have been hidden now are hurting people worse. And that's mm -hmm. my question. As you lead, guide and build, what are those challenges? Mm. Because, I mean, not everybody's gonna look at a, a, a buzzer beater that they failed. Mm -hmm. You know, if you get out of the blocks wrong, mm -hmm. if you hit a hurdle and, and you go up too high on hurdle eight, like Grant Holloway did, and oh. you got Jamaica zooming right by you, uh -huh. like not, not everybody has that mindset yeah. to take in what just happened? Yeah. Remember what the hurdle life coach said. Come on. And go out and I, I got I got I got another 24 hours. Yeah. I got another 12 working hours. Yeah. What are those challenges that you're seeing? And you don't have to name anybody by name. Sure. But what are those challenges that you see yeah. from people or or as the hurdle life coach as a as a company? that uh -huh. make you say, when we get over this, yeah. look at my story. Yeah. So, I mean, we, I definitely see a, a lot of different challenges when I'm working with individuals, youth and adults. Uh, we also work with organizations and consult them on different initiatives like diversity, equity, and inclusion. What is it to be trauma-informed? Uh, I do public education as well. Um, mm -hmm. at conferences and in schools and auditoriums and things. And so I get a gamut of different, uh, you know, mirrors back or reflections and things of different challenges. But in listening to you talk, kind of just kind of going off what I'm hearing you say, and then I'll share a little bit about some other things. But one of those things is, is the whole masculinity and femininity thing, right? And, and whether it's you want to call it toxic masculinity, um, whether you want to call it manning up, uh, whatever it is, whereby when we can accept as human beings that we have both, that I have masculine energy and feminine energy. And mm -hmm. so females, females have feminine energy and masculine energy. And when we can just embrace being comfortable with both, right? I'm a human being. I am emotional. I, and that's okay. Whether you want to call it feminine, that's fine. You don't need to. How about it just recognizing it as a human experience? So, right. so often we get so divided on how a man's supposed to act and how <laughs> a female's supposed to act versus how human beings are wired to behave. We're all emotional beings. That's not a feminine trait. It's a human experience. Mm 
And right. so that's one of the first things that a lot of work that I'm doing, especially with men, particularly, is helping them to embrace what is that quote unquote feminine side, right? Being emotional, talking about your emotions, having friends, right? Like, you know, men don't want to talk about it, right? But now women talk too much or but like now you're just you're stigmatizing things instead of realizing the health benefit and having someone to talk to about what you're going through instead of getting so caught in the stigma of manning up and being and being too feminine right so again i would just say mm. embracing human experience and knowing that as human we have both masculine and feminine energy um, right. the, other, the other thing i begin to work through with people is really um perceptions right when i talk about life ain't wins and losses it's wins and lessons right that's a change in your right. perception and so uh, your perception really drives everything like the way you perceive something it, it will determine how you react to it if you perceive that every law enforcement officer is out to kill you then you're going to be in an activation and 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 be defensive and and aggressive and scared if your perception is that they are there to not protect and serve you, but to, to harass and possibly kill you. That's a perception, right? If you perceive that your parents and are just annoying and, and, and stubborn and, and, and are against you, then you're going to re react as a child in a certain type of way based on that perception. Husband and wife, uh, parent to child, what is your perception? Mm -hmm. Helping people to see their perception and change their perceptions to understand that I can learn from my child, right? To have enough humility to perceive them as also a carrier of life's lessons, especially in these changing times, right? right. So if you can get, have the perception that you can learn from anybody, that's gonna change the way you listen to people. So I, I do a lot of work, Wayne, also in helping people with their perceptions. Um, and then another thing I'll say too, I'll just kind of um, put another tool out there and, and I have many, um, but also giving, inviting people to reflection and spending time in reflection, mm. meditation, meditation, prayer, right? Uh, taking that pause and, and really inviting people to uh, try pausing, praying, uh, reflecting, uh, you know, and, and sharing the benefits of that time and what it's done for me. Yeah. And so in, 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 in this in this times where things are moving so quickly and we're keeping up with our schedules, um, it's important, it's imperative, it's critical that you take time to pause and reflect and you and you look back over that day, right? Don't just blaze through the whole week. Like have some time for yourself at the end of the day and breathe looking back on that day and, oh, and yeah. count your count your gratitudes in that day, uh, yeah. count your lessons in that day. Um, and, 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 and do that in all things. So, you know, again, I put a bow on to say, let's, let's embrace having both masculine and feminine energy and re realize that being emotional is a part of the human experience. Uh, let's, let's, let's look at our perception, the way we perceive things, because that determines the way that we react and respond. And let's, let's remember to slow down in these fast moving times and make time for prayer and meditation and reflection. Mm. Come on, Mr. T <laughs> Mr. 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 <laughs> so, I mean, we could go on and on and on. Um, yeah. 
we've just had a ribbon cutting to open where your office is, new location. Um, yeah. you, you're doing amazing things. I want to say thank you in advance yeah. for all the people that you're helping, uh, what you're going to be doing in the future. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, a, a lot of the things that you're helping them with mm -hmm. are things that I'm seeing from a, a company perspective, mm -hmm. people still haven't built. Mm -hmm. And even, even me, I actually struggle with this. I know sometimes you get home after a long day and you know your husband or your wife, whoever says, how was your day? How was work? Mm -hmm. You immediately go to the anger, right? Which is, it's not your fault if you ask me how things were going. Mm -hmm. Like you didn't cause the anger. Mm. You're trying to help me, especially if you just came from, you know, heard a life coach, you just built all these people up and you say, mm -hmm. hey, Wayne, how you doing? You know, or let's go to lunch because I do owe you lunch. <laughs> yeah, come on back. Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Come on hey, now. Everybody, it was his birthday. I owe him lunch. So you can hold me to that. Um, you can't be so locked into your perspective that you can't see when someone's trying to help you. Come on. And that's what I that's what I see, especially uh, you gave me a gift, whether you realize it or not. You um, you had me drop in on you one time. You were helping some young men that mm -hmm. I can honestly say were probably juveniles or probably have been, you know, about to head in the system or in the system. Yeah. And I'm listening to them talk and I'm like. Man. Just because I didn't commit any crimes doesn't mean I wasn't there. Mm -hmm. And I'm listening to their mindset. I'm like, oh, my God, at 14, this is the way I thought. Mm -hmm. Or at 16, this is the way I thought. Mm -hmm. And as your brain is developing, I mean, it develops to like 27, mm -hmm. 26, 27. Mm -hmm you're going to hold that kid accountable for what they did, even though they might not fully understand it mm -hmm. until they're getting their master's degree yeah. or already got kids. We have kids, so this hits us a little harder. Yeah. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for this time. I mean, if yeah. you want to drop any knowledge, any words on us real quick before we wrap up, please, please, the, the floor is yours and then we'll close. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you for having me, Wayne. We knew that we wouldn't have enough time uh, to really cover as much as we would love to. So let's just do it again sometime and figure out another way to just make more deposits in, into our community, um, into this world that we're living in. And, and let's just find ways to invite people into places like this um, where we can put positive messages out there. You know, there is a lot of critique and criticism. There's a lot of divisiveness and we need more people willing to be united, willing to find common ground and willing to, to just move beyond envy, jealousy, guilt, shame, blame. Let me tell everyone here under the sound of my voice something. Some people will say everything in life happens for a reason. And that's true. For if you choose to believe that, that every incident and event has a purpose, then great. Um, another way of looking at that is to say the choices that I make in life 
are the reason that everything is happening. And then when you can take your power back and realize that you are creating the world around you through the choices that you're making, through the perception that you have, through the attitude that you carry, through the effort that you place into things, that is what's creating the world around you. So remember where you have the greatest uh, sphere of influence. It's over you. Be what you want to see in the world. We have so many people that are better at calling out what's wrong instead of committing to what's right. Swain is about to jump up out of his seat for, for those who can <laughs> only can hear this on audio. <laughs> he is about to jump out of his seat. But this is my this is my commitment. I'm not here to call people out and tear people down. I'm here to be what I want to see in the world. That is love. That is light. Um, that is a helping hand. That's a being a good neighbor. Thank you, Wayne Reynolds. I hope we made it plain. We definitely made it plain. Uh, I love you. I love that message. Um, we, we are going to have to come back because um, there's a lot of work that you do. Um, that, that we didn't get into today, which is like a whole nother podcast. Yeah. Um, you, you, you do talk about politically how things affect you, yeah. how things affect the people that you're helping and everyone around them, whether they know it a lot. I mean, you talked about police. I mean, there's Black Lives Matter. There's the way our corporate structures are set. So yeah, we'll definitely have to talk again. And, and maybe in about a month, if I can yeah. catch back up to you. Yeah, you might be hurtling kind of fast. So that's okay, when I'll slow down for you, bro. You know, that that's how I had to do it in practice, you know. <laughs> hey, hey, take it easy on the old guy, right? I got it. Hey, an AARP magazine came uh, the other day. If I find out you sent me that. <laughs> I'm just kidding, man. I wouldn't be the athlete I am without your mentorship, big brother. You know, I love you and thank you for everything you've been to me, everything you continue to give to me, your example as a father, as a husband, as a person. Um, you've been one of my inspirations from the very beginning, and you still are, my friend. Thank you, big brother. I mean, I love thank you. Hey, thank you. And, and as, as always, everybody, I love you all. Hope you love me back. Please love, like, and share these messages and now videos. Yeah. I'll see you soon. Peace. Heard a life.